Hello and welcome. We are here. Episode 2. Season 2. November 11th? November 11th. Yep. Oh, my lord. You don't gotta tell them when we're recording. Ah, they're they're don't. not gonna hear it until the... <laughs> So whatever day it is. What? The 17th. 17th. <laughs> Bang. We got it. We got it. Um, you know. Um, we're here, man. It's a beautiful day in Chicago. It's a little cold out. It had some good sun today. Get a little time skilling weather update on it. But like, no, nah, <laughs> I love it. Man, do you like November weather? I mean, I feel like this year is not normal November weather. No, it's not. It's been really weird. Yeah, it, I mean, it just seems like global warming. It's, I don't know. It's but. horrible, yeah. But I, I love a good, like, cold day where it's, a you know, not a cloud in the sky. There's the sun's out, you know. Like, you get, like, it, it, in the shade, it's a little colder. You might need a jacket, but then you, like, you get into the sun, and all you need is, like, you know, your nice green afloat crew neck, you know. <laughs> right. uh, shameless plug. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I love that type of weather. It's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're back with episode two. It's a week earlier than we expected, but we decided we got enough to talk about. Might as well do it weekly. Yeah, we got things to talk about, man. So, um, without further ado, should we just get into it? Caleb Let's, let's jump in. Let's just jump into this it. This week was the first week that the Supreme Chicago store was open. Yeah. If you know me, you know I love Supreme. He's a Supreme man. For the past few few years, since like 2017, 18. Yes, ish. for sure. You know, I've been, a, I've been into Supreme. And them opening a store in Chicago has always been kind of like a myth. Yeah. It's like, you know, they opened Brooklyn, they opened San Francisco, they opened some overseas. Yeah. It, it didn't even seem like it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we and then we got the rumors, oh, it's opening. And then all of a sudden it's like it's opening next week. It's yeah. like whoa! It kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it and did. Then, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's like someone sent it to me. I'm like, already? Like I <laughs> thought it was gonna be next year. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was coming now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. I didn't really even like know about it like that until like I don't know, probably like last friday or something like that like yeah. like around halloween time like i didn't really know that much about it like i i'm not super big into supreme i've never been as big into supreme as caleb has so it's gonna make for a good conversation about this store <laughs> i'll tell you that we've got some mixed feelings <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> on the ride over caleb literally was like so you just don't like supreme having a store here and then i told him we got to save this for the podcast <laughs> so yeah that's where we're at in the conversation right now um, but yeah, like, I mean, it's cool. I'm not going to jump into all that right away. It it did come up fast. I'm not going to lie. Like I heard rumors and stuff about it and then it just came out of nowhere. I will say when they were draw or when they did the San Francisco store, I thought Chicago was next. I thought it was supposed to be Chicago before San Francisco. Yeah. Or at least I had heard a rumor yeah, or something no, like it, that. It's always been like the... I don't know. It's always been in the conversation that Chicago should be a store just because it's the third biggest city in the U.S. Yeah, and why put one in San Francisco? Yeah, no, that's honestly, like, that's... Who cares? Thinking about it this week is, like, who's shopping at Supreme San Francisco? That's what I'm saying. Like, is there a big... I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, they have a lot of money in San Francisco, but I don't know. Yeah, no disrespect to the Bay Area, but, like, really? Like, just as, like, Supreme, like, as a... Like, you already got one in L.A., 
yeah. you know, like, why not just continue yeah. putting it in different cities and different, like, areas? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, well who are we to decide where <laughs> the stores are? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, honestly. Oh, my God. But, you know, Tuesday, sure. I signed up for the uh, in-store registration. Yeah, you did. Super exciting. Got up, you know, got everything ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then... uh Somehow, some way, I got selected. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> and it was it was lit. Um, you know, super exciting. Got a twelve o'clock time slot, and boom, showed up. Waited in line for a while. Got in the store. It was just. I woke up that morning. I felt like a kid on Christmas almost. Like yeah. it was so exciting for me. Yeah. Just being a Supreme fan. I mean, I've even been to the New York, the old New York store, and the uh, the LA store. Yeah. But this was just I would I mean this was just so much more exciting cuz it was a release day yeah. and it was like a whole it was the grand opening. I was like the 200th customer in the stores. Yeah. Like, and like you also went there. It wasn't like oh I traveled all this way to go to Supreme. It's like I just hopped on the train real quick. Yeah, it's like I it's a it's a 20 minute drive. It's yeah. like crazy. It, yeah. it was like surreal. I don't no, know. Yeah. For sure. It's yeah. been a long time coming for you. Yeah, I mean it has. Yeah. And then, you know, they have a uh, what they what they released was the uh, obviously every store opening they do a box logo T shirt. Mm-hmm. So this one was based off the bean. It was yeah. a metallic silver one. Mm-hmm. They let me get two of them, which is pretty cool. That is nice. Um, one to I, keep, one to sell. Supreme knows it best. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I would say probably most of the people there were just selling it. Yeah. I mean, maybe you know who's to say, but that's likely what the situation was. Yeah. And then. They also had some like store exclusive crewnecks that like they had one release for each store. You can only buy it at that store, which was a pretty cool thing to do on the first week for the Chicago store. And um, yeah, I don't know. It was a, it was a cool experience for me. Yeah, just being able to go there. All the staff were super nice and friendly to me. And uh, I don't know. It was just uh, it was like this is what I would want on the Supreme Grand Opening. Yeah. It was a beautiful day. Sun is shining. It was a great day that day. Yeah. It was. It was a beautiful day. Our weather was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I would I would uh, say, like, if I could even capture, like, an, if we could capture the, an ounce of the excitement that I felt in, in a float customer's feelings, yeah. then, like, we successfully launched a store. Completely. Like, I've, we've achieved something. Totally. Like, and it's just, it's also just crazy to think, like, Supreme is a billion-dollar company. And it's just, like, they're still, like, doing stuff for the culture. Yeah. And that's what, that's, that's cool to me. Obviously, they've sold the company. It's not in the original ownership, but it's still cool to me that they're, like, still what they're, kind of sticking to what their roots were. Yeah. Like. Definitely. And after, they even, I mean, they got sold, and they're under that new parent company. I think it's, like, Marshall's. Not Mar- Marshalls isn't the parent company, but they they got sold to a. Yeah, it's like the same company that owns Vans, I think. Yeah. Like some other companies like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, and they they're still given that same feel, which is needed. It's necessary, and it's I'm I'm, I'm more than happy that Caleb got that experience. It was well deserved. He needs it. You know, he needed <laughs> a little a little Supreme Store action. Let's um. Do you want to talk about the shirt at all? We can talk about the shirt. I so originally we didn't, which is so Supreme. Yeah. They don't usually tell you what's re- releasing. I mean, lately they have been, but like originally it was like 
you had to find some like you know there's Instagram pages that post what Supreme is dropping. Supreme doesn't actually post it themselves. Yeah. And it's like a like a you know an unofficial <coughs> drop list whatever. It's like Supreme is just like here you go. We drop every Thursday at this time, and someone else will tell you about it. And like they knew what was going on. Yeah. But um, it was like. We didn't even know what the T-shirt was. There were different rumors. It was like, oh, someone's saying it's metallic silver, which it actually was. But then someone else is saying it's going to be like the Virgil Abloh figures of speech box logo, which got me really excited. As yeah. you all know, we were big, big Virgil fans. But always, it always. ended up being the metallic silver, which honestly, I'm not a huge fan of. I don't think it looks that good. No. I still bought two of them. But <laughs> of course. <laughs> But I don't think it looks that good. Was one for the personal? No. Okay. No, no, I, <laughs> okay. No, I just, uh, just uh, you know, it's profitable, so I'm not going to pass it up. No, but. of course, of course. <laughs> I pre- I, I'm not a big Supreme guy, but, like, I appreciate culture and everything like that, you know? So when I, um, when he was telling me, like, oh, it might be, like, the Virgil Abloh, like, figures of speech box, box logo, I was like, that's awesome. Like, that's that'd be awesome. Like I, you know, obviously I want to go there and buy the shirt, but I was like, I can respect that. That's that's cool. Claim like you know, claim in Chicago and stuff like that. Um, and then I saw the shirt the day of, and I was like, ah, <laughs> really? <laughs> like this is what we go for? Like this is what yeah, we doing? It is honest. I mean, to be fair, as as a big Supreme fan, I can also be, you know, I can also admit that they're not always creating the like the most. Uh, like, they're, they're not always creating the best product or the most, like, product that appeals to me. I'm sure it appeals to somebody. It's yeah. just not, not the best-looking box logo to me. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like with that, with the box logo that they released, they had an idea. It kind of works. It, it makes sense. But, like, when you think about, I mean, you got to think about it. Me and Caleb were born and raised in Chicago, you know? So, like, I, I, I feel like like we're going to have more of a kind of, like, eye for it. Because, like, if you're trying to encapsulate Chicago in, like, a box logo, like, we were talking about in the car. We figured out how many how many ideas did we rattle off to each other? At least, three? At least two or three, yeah. <laughs> three but, or I mean, four? you know, you're paying $40 for this T-shirt. And to us, like, the bean is cool, which is what inspired the silver box logo. Yeah. The bean is cool, but at the end of the day, it's, like, it's a tourist attraction. Exactly. It's not, like, and it is it is cool to acknowledging the art behind it. Yeah. But it, at the end of the day, it's, like, you know, we've, the bean is not something to us that's super significant. It is cool, but it's not, it's like. It's not Chicago like that. Yeah, no, I mean, it is, but it's not, it's, like, the, the outside looking in kind exactly. of. It's not, like, the. You know, it's not someone that's. You can tell they're they're from New York when they're creating. That's what shirt. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. like, I wish, some that are like, I wish I would have seen more. Or I wish I saw was like, have some designers, have some graphic designers or whatever from Chicago hop in, and have them give them and get their two cents on yeah. like some Chicago ideas. You know, and I have really, Joe Fresh Goods help out or something yeah, like that. I mean, I don't know who did. We don't know who designed this shirt. We don't know. But we're, it doesn't seem like it's a Chicago one. No, it That's does not. That's what we're trying to say. It does not. I mean, yeah, I think, you know, I the idea is cool. And, like, obviously, and, like, and this was the other thing to it, too, the other aspect is, like, it's a box logo, 
it has to fit within the box logo medium. Like, it has to really just be a color, and, like, it was kind of had that metallic feel to it. It can kind of have, like, a certain, like, you know, like, feeling or something like that. But, like, that's that's the extent of it. And I feel like even within those confines, like, nah, you could have maybe done a little better. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, like, the San Francisco box logo was kind of just matching the color of the golden gate bridge yeah the the brooklyn box logo wasn't really anything special or like i don't even think it was related to brooklyn much yeah but so you know obviously it is hard to encapsulate a whole city or whole feeling in just a rectangle yeah no definitely and i do think the second to none like little text on the back is a pretty cool touch that's good uh, but yeah. but again, it's just like you're paying forty dollars for this T-shirt. If you're lucky enough to get it from the store, or you're paying two hundred bucks on like the resale market, it's not really anything that I think is just worth. A, is worth paying for in that that price. Yeah, and it it is cool, but it's just it's not for me. Yeah, completely. I agree too. I think I think you know, nah, there could have been a couple of different ideas that might have worked. We were yeah. talking about. We talked about doing like one with all the different train, yeah. I had uh, the, train lines. I that just was came Caleb. up with the idea real quick. Like, what if they did like, uh, you know, I've seen it done before. It's not super unique, but it's like you know, you could have something with all the different train lines. They did it for All Star Weekend, I think, back in twenty twenty. They did, but they didn't do that too well. Yeah, but you could have had like in a rectangle, just every single like a section of every single color from yeah. every train line. Yeah, and that would that could have been kind of cool. I think that would have been really or, cool. Or Paulo had the idea to like match it to like the green that's like on the lions from the Art Institute, which yeah. is a pretty cool idea too. And have it same like thinking about it now too, like having it having it be that same kind of like distressed like dark green, but there's some like tinges in it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like that too. Yeah, that could have been cool. That could have been cool. It might, might have been a little harder to like print that way. It probably would have been. Yeah, cause the, you know, you can criticize it all you want, but there's a lot of different things that go into the design and the making of it and everything that oh, makes, yeah. it, makes it harder. No, but, definitely. Definitely. But no, I think overall, my thoughts on the Supreme Store, I think it's cool. I think it's good that Chicago is starting to get a little bit more respect from some of these bigger brands that have not come through the way they should. Um, because Chicago, like the shirt says, is second to none. And personally, I feel like Supreme should have realized that a little bit sooner. Um, with that being said, though, I'm glad they're here. They should be. Um, there needs to be more, you know? Like I, I, And I'm thinking about all the places that I really thought were, like, awesome back when I was in, like, middle school. So, like, Supreme and Flight, Flight Club and, like, Bape and, like, you know, some like, Golf Wang. Like, some of these different places that, like, you know, were really awesome to me when I was younger. It's like, why don't they have these in Chicago? Like, it's Chicago. Why do, you, yeah. why do they not have them here yeah, yet? We were you know? just talking how, because Golf Wang recently announced that they're opening a store in New York. Yeah. And Paula was just telling me, like, how sick it would be if they opened a store in Chicago. Yeah. And I think it, I think it is due. No, a, definitely. A Chicago store. It's cool. To, it's cool to see them expanding because I love Tyler. Yeah. And I love what he's done in the clothing space. And I think having show you know him growing is just a great thing like always i love know, tyler they have been a little controversial really uh, yeah i mean there have been some accusations of them stealing designs oh really or things of that nature uh, from yeah. who can i ask do you know it's it's more like low-key like low-key brands that yeah. they're ripping off ah yeah, yeah. 
it, which I mean, you know, who's to say what what the verdict is on that? But, Fair. No but, one's gone to court yet. But obviously, you know, we both appreciate Tyler and yeah. what he's done in the fashion space, and it's just cool to see that he's expanding. Yeah. And hopefully Chicago's on his list of places to open a store. Hopefully, man. I think it's well it's well deserved. Chicago is, like the shirt says, second to none. So yes. treat it that way, <laughs> please. Um but like other stores that have released or that are coming out into Chicago soon, like I know Amiri, Mike Amiri has his shirt has his store coming to Chicago very soon. Yeah. I think over in the West Loop, South Loop area that over there. That sounds like the right right space for it i i would say this probably west loop is yeah like yeah. that that like randall phone market area yeah probably around there would be expected yep for the, sure i saw uh i was downtown probably a month or two ago i saw there's they're, they're opening a subi store which is you know subi's pretty pretty cool i guess mm-hmm. uh they make nice jeans yeah so it's cool to see it's just cool to see more more of these like Big brands like Paolo said, just coming to Chicago yeah. and opening brick and mortar stores because, yeah. like, it is it, it is really cool to see because obviously like malls are dead, they're yeah. like online shopping is so huge. But yeah. Supreme had so many people come out to their opening, yeah, and that's what's cool to see. Yeah, is like, you know, you can still successfully open a like in person retail store. Yeah. And have like the Success. support of, of the support of the city behind you. hundred percent. And like that's something we're hoping we can do. Oh, I would point. love to. Like it would be huge. It'd be awesome. And just doing like a pop up shop too, whatever we could do, um, would just be incredible. But I think like along that same vein, like I also think about remember like back in middle school, we would like go to Wicker Park and yeah. we go to different stores, or like we go downtown and we hit Nike and we hit some of these different stores or whatnot. Yeah. Like I, I think about that too. Like being in middle school or being like a, a young kid in high school, who like all you want to do is just go check out all these like cool like stores and stuff like that. It's like that's where that like original inspiration for like a float really came from too. It's like yeah, it's just like it's going just... around and checking out the different stores yeah. and like. Like, going to RSVP Gallery in yeah. St. Alfred and, like, all these different places. Yeah, I remember, I don't, some of you probably listening may know the store Notra yeah. in the West Loop. Exactly, Notra and, as well. Um, yeah, they they used to have a pretty small storefront. Yeah. And then a couple years ago, they expanded. I think when they expanded, they really encapsulated, like, a, like, they just did they did it in such a cool way that fit their brand so well yeah with like they the way they did it was just like it's just such a cool shopping experience definitely and it's like you can do stuff like that like yes you can have an online shop but it's like you can't really capture your essence as well as you want to yeah with as you can with a in-store like shopping experience no completely yeah completely and i i think yeah like it's just it's that kind of, like, it still is, like, that kind of, like, pinnacle in a certain way. It's, like, to open your own, like, actual store. Like, as as hard as it can be because of retail space and the pricing and rent, all those different types of things that go into it, like, like Caleb said, you can't, like, that user experience becomes that much more elevated because it's in person and you can see the clothes in person, you can feel them, and you can find your size or whatever, and maybe you try it on and look at it in the mirror, you know, just stuff like that that just kind of you can't do online that are just so, like, 
pivotal in the shopping experience that we've also kind of drifted away from in this new age of technology, I think. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I, th- I hope it doesn't die out completely. Yeah, I completely it, agree. Because there's a huge value in it, in that type of service, where you mm-hmm. can go in, and yeah, like, how are you supposed to know what size pants to wear? From a certain brand. Like, you got to measure your legs with the sizing chart and stuff. I just want to try it on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, all those different things that go into that personal store. That's just, like, it's it's an experience like none other. And, like, to to have it in an afloat way would just be crazy. I mean, that's so far down the line. But, like, to to have that type of experience and, you know, give you guys that type of, like, real store would just be awesome. Yeah. And I think it could also just really give you that, like, vision and feel of, like, the brand even more. Yeah, it just helps. It helps a lot to connect with the with the audience. Completely. And, I mean, think about how awesome it'd be to see, like, an afloat neon sign. Yeah. Hanging out. You know what I mean? Like, there's something, and, like, all the colors on the inside of the store, the, like, I can imagine the walls just lined with balloons. And painted just, on. like different installations and we could do would be just yes. be crazy. Like there's just there's endless possibilities when you go into that realm. Like, yeah. I mean and yeah, it, it's just incredible. But like, you know, speaking of realms, I think we should also go into the Kith and Nick's collaboration. Yes. Um this is something that Caleb showed me at first and I did a little bit more digging on, but Caleb, let me let me, you know, let me shut up so you can go ahead. I was just like, I know how much Paolo is a fan of Kith, first of all. Yep. Just the whole Kith aesthetic. I know Paolo is a big fan of it. Big Kith guy, man. Big Kith guy over here. As well as just sports, especially classic sports. New York teams like the Knicks. New York like, Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just knew Paolo would love this collab so much. And I was like, bro, you got to see this. You're going to flip out. Yeah. Like. And he did. (laughs) (laughs) No, I did. And I just, I read all about it because it was just, it was crazy. Every single piece that he, that Ronnie Fig released or is releasing is just incredible. It's lights out. They had Ghostface Killer. I was just about to say. And was it Raekwon? I was Raekwon. Raekwon and Ghostface Killer, two members of Wu-Tang Clan. Yep. Famous New York hip hop group. Yep. Do a promotional rap video for the collab. And I just can't stress how crazy that is. And it was in MSG. It was on the floor. Like, I mean... It can't get and like I li- I remember looking at that post. I think it was it might have been on Kith or Ronnie Fe- Feig's personal. I was like, it can't get any more New York than this. Like though, yeah. like you know, like it really can't. Talk talk about two New Yorkers trying to design Chicago shit, and then two <laughs> Chicagoans trying to design New York shit. Oh my god, bro! But no, like that. That I mean, it really can't. Like that is just like that's like. New, that's like Thames in the winter. It's, nah, New, it's New York. It's, it's New, New York, York, bro. It's <laughs> New York. It's beautiful, man. Um, it's just it just really a, a beautifully executed collab. Yeah. So like we can we can run through the collab. So from we're we're not gonna get into the exact like shop and stuff like that. Paolo did all the research, so Paolo will tell you. I all did the a bit stuff of research. Collab. Um, you know, so Ronnie Feg designed. If any of y'all know, the NBA released the City Edition jerseys. Ronnie, excuse me, Ronnie Feig was the one who designed the New York Knicks city jersey. Um, it's a beautiful all-black, solid black jersey, and it's got, like, the 
the blue and orange around the uh, around like the rings of like or the sleeves, the, the okay. sleeve cutouts on the jersey. You told me he's the new creative director. He right? is also yeah, he's the new creative. We'll we'll get into that okay. too. So, I'm sorry. So I'm jumping the gun. I'm <laughs> he sorry. is. He's jumping the gun. It's <laughs> we're, wait, listen, we're excited for Ronnie over here. Because um, uh, it's just you just see his like you know obviously he's always been huge, but you just see him get bigger and bigger, and it's it's inspiring. It's like, so inspiring. Um... But yeah, like so, he 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 did the the jersey, the city edition jersey for New York for the Knicks. Um, he did these crazy Letterman jackets that said Kith and Kin on the back, and like this very nice kind of like Ainley on door type font, like a little like kind of um oh what is that called again? Script cursive. Cursive. <laughs> did anyone? You know what? Here's a question. Respond in this. Respond to this podcast, however you may. Do y'all know cursive? I don't know cursive at all. I could never <laughs> write cursive. Did you? Did you know it? I okay. We we both went to the same elementary school as we you did. may know. Yeah. Um. During the standardized testing in third grade, I remember they gave us these like cursive sheets to practice writing cursive on. Yeah. And that's the most education I've ever had in cursive. To me, it's just scribbles. Like I just, pretty much, you know, when they ask me to sign, I just scribble, and that's about <laughs> it. I can't, I can't do it. Can you read cursive? Barely. I can like, read cursive. My grandparents will write me a card in cursive, and sometimes I have to have my mom read it because yeah. it's it's hard. Yeah, no, it is difficult. I think I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty good at reading. I can read it. I can't write it to save my life. Cursive is a very old world, interesting idea. That's something for another day. Um, it was written, it, the, the Letterman jacket had Kith and Kin written on the back in cursive. Um, and it had the Knicks logo on the back. But I think instead of the, the word Knicks on the on the logo, it says Kith. Like, just like, I mean. That, what Paolo just talked about, where they replaced Knicks with Kith. It just that just made the whole collab for me. I it's don't know. Crazy. It's just such a nice touch, and it works so well. And it it, it just, fits in so cleanly. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's y'all got to check out this collab. We're not doing crazy. it justice just describing it. No, y'all got to really see are. it. You do have to see it. So, getting into like kind of the the real like thing of it, he had a game. It was it was. Supposed to all release on a game day, right? So I think the game day was either this Thursday, November 10th, or I think it might have been tonight, which is November 11th. Um, every fan that came into the stadium got a free commemorative slam um, magazine that had uh, Derrick Rose and I think what, Drew Holiday, some other yeah, Knicks it basketball was, it was player Drew Holiday, yeah. um, in, the, in the City Edition jerseys. Um, they got, yeah, so they got that free commemorative ma- magazine on each seat in, in MSG. It had the free commemorative Kith and New York Knicks towel. Um, if you were to go to the stands and, or concessions, and you want to buy yourself a drink. That drink is coming in a cu- a Kith New York Knicks cup. Um, that's monogrammed with the Kith logo on it it's in all, gold. It's all the little details that make this so beautiful. Like it's it's that, and it's also the fact that Kit Ronnie and like the Knicks group. It wasn't about like we're only gonna like make it for the people that can afford it. You know what I mean? It was like we're gonna give everyone a piece of this because this is for everybody and not just for the people yeah. that can like afford the Leatherman yeah. jacket or afford the shirt or whatever. Because Kith pieces are expensive. The t-shirts yeah. are like 70 the hoodies are like 150 yeah. That's like 
not a, not always affordable to the average person. No. Even though you may admire it so much, like it, it's a cool collab, but I'm not buying anything from it. No. It's, it's expensive. <laughs> and let's be honest, we're both not Knicks fans. We're no. Bulls fans. We no. can't rep the Knicks. I mean, uh, but we can we can sit here and appreciate it. We That's can for sure. absolutely <laughs> indulge in the appreciation for it. Um, but yeah, like I mean, just everything is just like Caleb said the details and that's what it's all about when it comes to like this type of like worldwide thing it's like it's all about those tiny details whether it comes to like the cups or the the towels and like the other thing that he did is he had a t-shirt cannon um that would come out he had t-shirt cannons and they shoot out shirts from the uh collaboration and those like Caleb said those shirts go for like 70 so they're just shooting them out for free for the for the fans of the game and stuff like that. It's it's just, it's like that com it's that community feel. It's that like it's yeah. it's that's kids. what basketball's about. Exactly. <laughs> I mean that's just what that's preach it, Phil Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, that's like, that's just what like what you want as a sports fan is to like, get a collab like this. I don't yeah. know, like if. I, if Joe Fresh could, obviously, I mean, he's done White Sox stuff. But yeah. if he did something like that, mm -hmm. it would be insane. No, it'd be like, incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. And, like, you know, Lear Clemented has done White Sox stuff. They had yep. a White Sox night, the, like, last season. Yep. Which was, you know, I, I, I saw they had free jerseys and stuff. Yeah. Which is cool. You know, that's always, like, it's a similar thing. It's like, you know, you don't have to, you know, just going to the game, you, you get that jersey, which is such a sick thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like... I don't know. It would. I mean, me and Paolo, we're both huge sports fans. Humongous. Would, like this would be like a dream come true. It to would do be. a collab like that would be insane. It would be, and like also, you know, what Caleb was talking about with Ronnie Fee being the new creative director of, of the New York Knicks. This is not actually the first time that we've seen someone from the fashion industry step into this kind of creative director role for a sports team. Um, I think for, from what I can remember, what happened first was Don C stepping That's in for the Bulls. first time I saw it. Yeah. Right? When they announced that Don C, uh, Chicago, a native Chicagoan, yep. was going to be um, the creative director for the Bulls, and that was like, whoa, like this, this a huge move from the Bulls. Yeah, humongous, like, and it's just it's that whole idea of bringing in culture, bringing in community and stuff like that into, and, and bringing in fashion into that world of basketball and kind of like what you know what we're seeing on screen and stuff. And I think also like, you got to remember, I mean, like sports and fashion are so big like it, it like bit from like vintage stuff and you know like vintage clothes like right now i know i'm stumbling right now but like right now i have a blackhawks crew neck on that was made in 1989 like like and it's awesome like it's just all <laughs> those types of things like i just i'm sorry to cut you off but just i just think about sneakers like yeah. the sneakers that we all like admire and wear are basketball shoes. Always. Most of the time. Yeah. Or skateboarding shoes. Yep. Or, like, athletic shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they were all worn by a favorite player. Everyone, everyone, everybody wanted to be like Mike. You know what I mean? Like, it was all, like, it's all, it's all just, it goes into the same. Like, it's all just in that same flow. Like, sports and fashion and, like, streetwear and stuff like that have been feeding off of each other for so long. So I think, like, seeing these fashion these fashion giants of our industry kind of come into these roles with you know major league teams or major teams like that it's just it's amazing and it's it's well deserved 
and I love it. Like, and also we mentioned Don C is stepping in for or has stepped in for the Bulls. Uh, Ruigi Villasenor is also step. Uh, Ruigi is the uh, head of Rude, um, R H U D E. If you all don't know, um, he is now the creative director of the Arizona Coyotes, uh, the hockey team out in Arizona, which for me personally is awesome. I love hockey. And I think if we put in some more like fashion forward people into some creative director roles, we could see some really amazing things from the world from the game of hockey that we haven't seen. You know, I think like personally myself, I love hockey jerseys. I think I own about eight or so of them now. I think I have about eight. Um, I love them, and I think hockey should definitely be a little bit more seen in the kind of in the fashion world. The hockey jersey is still not really. It's not there yet, like it should be, but I think it will be very soon, especially if we got people like Ruigi stepping in. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be awesome to see. And uh I mean, with that said, it's like Paolo recently, a week or two ago, was talking to me about asking me, you know, because Virgil Abloh when he passed was the menswear designer. Yeah. Is that the correct position? He was head of menswear for okay. Louis V. Yeah, for Louis Vuitton. And Paolo asked me if, if that position would appeal to me. He yeah. was just asking me. like just And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's a lot. It's like you have to put out so much. Yeah. But if, like, the the Chicago White Sox, the Chicago Sky, the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Sky, hands down. I mean, down. that would be, like, that's, I mean, they just, our message and their, like, logos and stuff. Oh, my God. Mesh, and their colors? They're mesh, they mesh so well. <laughs> oh, my but God. the Sky, for sure, would, I would love that collab. But, that's uh, got to happen. That's got to happen. For those of you unaware, that's a WNBA team in Chicago. That's and our team, bro. They won the championship last uh, the two seasons ago now, I guess. Yeah. And it, uh, they're going to they're hopefully we'll hit it again this season. I'm this upcoming season. It. I'm praying for it. We can it. do it. but uh, I, I think we can. And also... Slight flex because it deserves to be mentioned. Me and Caleb were at the finals winning game. We were there. We saw them win the chip. The big, the most exciting sports moment I've ever experienced in my life. Hands down. No competition. Hands down. I have never been at something more invigorating than that. That was insane. I would, I like, I'm getting energy and goosebumps just thinking about how hype I was at that game. There's nothing like it. Nothing like it at all. Except probably like a an a, a NBA championship. Yeah, but, but, but you gotta uh, pay like 10, 10 racks to get in the door there. Some, you gotta pay crazy numbers. Right? I don't yeah, know. you gotta pay crazy numbers to get into the door at one of those. But still, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Shout out the women, bro. Shout out the women. They killed it. Shout out the Chicago Sky. Shout Candace. out. Shout out the Sky. Shout out. Candace Parker, all the all the players deserve oh a, deserve a mention. Kalia Copper, we gotta say her name. Shout out. Um, but, but yeah, like if if I was approached or Paula was approached for a role like that, I don't think we could turn it down. No. The same way we might be able to say like I don't know if this role was for me as something like a luxury brand. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, and like we did have like a pretty awesome con- <laughs> like we were having this conversation. It's one of those moments. It was like, bro. Why are we recording this for the podcast right now? This is perfect <laughs> podcast conversation. Um, but yeah, like we just like we talked about like because something that I had wanted to do when I was younger and starting out, starting out, I'm still starting out. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like really just beginning, like you know my uh, my like work for a flow and stuff like that. It was like I would love to be the head of menswear for Dior. Like I would love to be in Kim Jones's shoes right now. You know. 
Um, but well, it was I've, your second favorite sneaker. It was my Kim second. Kim Jones' shoe. That's that is fair. <laughs> also, I gotta. I, I was, Call back to last episode. I do have to. Did you say the Dior Air Jordan One as no, one of them? No. See, I gotta say honorable mention Dior Air Jordan One. Beautiful shoe. Beautiful shoe. I love that shoe so much. Let's continue. I'm a, Sorry. I don't. It's fine to me. I don't. I don't love it the same way Paula does. Ah, you're wrong. But it's cool. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> um. So yeah, like I just I think like. I would not. It would be a lot. Like Caleb said, it'd be a headache it's every like, single day. You have to. You just have to produce so much if you're in that role, mm-hmm. and it's like, it is just from what it seems from the outside. Obviously, we, we have no experience with that role, and no nobody that works like that. But, Absolutely no one. Yeah. But uh, it just seems like there's constant output, and there's yeah. just a lot of like you have to create and you have to produce. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's. It's it's a lot. Yeah, you know, no, it is. You know, it's sometimes like, what if I just don't have an idea? Exactly. You, you just have to. Yeah. Like, there's no. You just can't say like, I don't want to do this right now. <laughs> there's a schedule. You have to put out these clothes. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dior, I'm okay right now. Don't feel like it. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, exactly, man. It's just it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot. But um, yeah, I just think I think. A Sky collaboration, obviously, y'all know me. A Hawks collaboration, a Bulls collaboration. I think we can both go crazy with. The thing, the thing of it is though, is that, you know, I kind of get lost with the White Sox collaboration as Caleb gets lost with the Cubs collaboration. So, it's, but the White Sox is so Chicago. But it's but, so but classic. That's, no, it's not more. Cl- it's not more classic than the Cubs. The Cubs are washed. The Cubs have been around for years. Are you really gonna talk shit on Wrigley Field? Cause that's what oh, you're doing. Uh, that's the only place that that the the Cubs win is the field. That guaranteed not, rate is not great. Guaranteed but, rate is probably the worst MLB stadium in history. It may be, but with the Polo Grounds, because the Polo Grounds was an absolute joke of a stadium. We don't got to get into that though. But nonetheless, I think I I I love the Sox. I grew up south of south of Addison. I grew up north block, of Addison. A block south of Addison, so I can claim the south side. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. How, oh, it's crazy how you feel about the socks, man. I can't believe it. But, you know. I grew up with the socks. What do you want me to say? I know. I know you did. And we usually don't come to, you know, we usually don't I, fight I, about this. But I just don't. I don't I don't fit myself. Like, I'm on the train with the Cubs fans. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm one of them. I don't fit with them. You know I, I mean? do. Why they're, don't you fit with them? They're suburbanites that don't know how the train works. Yeah, but see, <laughs> but see, that's a very specific type of fan. You get the real fan that's been in the neighborhood since like the eighties. You know, back when it was a horrible neighborhood still, and you know, you hang out with them, you talk to them on the corner and whatnot. You know, there's a good. It's a good feeling when it's a beautiful wow. day out and you're going to Wrigley. I'll say and you see the ivy. Wrigley Field is um, iconic, and it is so cool that it's like part of the city. It is. It doesn't really feel like the Sox Stadium is part of the city. No, I don't even want to say the Sox full stadium's full name. It's pretty garbage. It's horrible. <laughs> Guaranteed rate field. That's what it's called now. Horrible. It's also gone through like four or five different names in like ten years. Yeah. Ugh. It's just called Sox Field. Sox. I call it Comiskey, <laughs> just out of respect for the old one. But you know, whatever. Um, Caleb, 
Do you have anything else you'd like to say on this podcast? This one was a little all over the place. I think it was. Gonna, I think we're good to end it here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd also like to say, like, I think for our first ever podcast, we didn't really talk about the float at all. Yeah, no, we we didn't. We just talked about like the current events. Yeah, we just kept it current this time. Um, but that's not to say we don't got you know some good of flow stuff coming out. You know, in the future, in the near future. You know, we're looking, uh, could we drop a, we can't drop a date, could could we drop a, uh, within the, uh, could we drop a little sum, a little, a little hint? It's December. (laughs) We got December for you. It's going to be out in December. Watch out, watch out. Save your, save your lunch money. Yeah, save the lunch (laughs) money up. Maybe miss a couple of lunches or something like that, just for the afloat release. Tuck a few, tuck a few dollars away. Yeah. Um. Yeah, with that being said. With that being said, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, We'll see you next week on the Afloat Podcast. Thank you so much for listening.